Hey, what's up, y'all? Hope you had a blessed, amazing week. Um, I'm just here once again <laughs> to encourage you in the Lord, encourage you in uh, His Word. And I uh, just wanted to share a little nugget with you that God revealed to me uh, some number of years ago, but that doesn't matter. He continues to reveal things to us. Amen. And if you're quiet, quiet down and spend your time in the secret place with them like we've been going after. So this nugget, golden nugget, uh, is about the Holy Ghost. And, uh, oh, just his operation in our lives and just getting a better understanding of the Godhead, right? God the Father, God the Son, and Holy Ghost. And I think it's a, a very important aspect. Once again, you know, I taught with you guys how I fellowship or, you know, commune with the Holy Spirit uh, to encounter God inside of myself. And that's the spirit that Yeshua left us, that Jesus left us, that we are not alone. And he is to comfort us. He is to teach us. And there is a lot of aspects of him. That's more than alive, but it's about becoming aware and acknowledging his presence and communicating with him within yourself and in your spirit. Amen. And his one of his favorite jobs is to reveal Jesus to us. So it's a glorious journey. And I just encourage you in that. And let's dive in. So I'm going to be over in uh, Revelation uh, to reference three three uh, verses to look at some characteristics, if you will, or operations of the Holy Spirit. But I'm not limiting how he operates at all. I'm just going off of the word. And I don't put those limits in my mind because we can't put God in a box. Uh, amen. So let's go for it. Uh, Revelations chapter one and in uh, verse four. So we'll start there. John to the seven churches, which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him, which is, which in which was, and which is to come from the seven spirits, which are before his throne. Okay, we got that context. Now let's go back over to Revelation 4 in the throne room and see what's going on there. And this is going to be in Revelation 4, verse 5. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings, thunderings, and voices. Well, and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Wow. So... Once again, Revelation 5, 6, we're just going to jump over here. And I behold, and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. Amen. So. What are those seven aspects? What are those seven spirits of representation of Holy Spirit in the throne room and in Jesus, because he is the lamb that was slain? And what does that, uh, what does that look like if we can try to wrap our little human brain around it? Well, let's jump on over to this nugget. So that gives us the context of there are seven seven lamps of representation, seven lamps of fire that are very much Holy Ghost. Amen. So if you jump over to Isaiah 11, Isaiah chapter 11. 
and it's talking about Yeshua here. It's talking about Jesus, as it is a lot in these chapters. It's amazing. So I encourage you to go ahead and check those out. Check out, I think it's in the end of uh, chapter 9. It has some of his names, and oh, it's just glorious. But anyway, we're sticking, we're focused on Holy Ghost. Like I said, he loves to show Jesus. <laughs> so verse 1, and there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. And Jesus is throughout the scriptures is pictured coming as a rod or having a rod. There shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. Jesse was David's natural father. And he promised that he would come through the throne of David. He would reign through the kingdom of Judah. Anyways, so from the out of the stem of Jesse and the and a branch capitalized, that's one more of aspects of Jesus's Yeshua's name, one of his names. And a branch shall grow out of his roots. And it's interesting because it took we needed a man, a physical man to redeem man. That's why Jesus came in the form of us to save us from ourselves. It had to be a man. So he came from the roots of David's line. And uh, he's a branch shall grow out of his roots. Verse two. Now, here we go. These are the seven spirits, seven aspects, seven uh, diamond blow your mind. And I think they're each amazing golden uh, nuggets, if you will, golden nuggets in the gym that have many different facets in their selves. But here's a picture of those seven spirits upon Jesus and in operation and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of the Lord, the word Lord there is all caps. So that's the spirit of God. It's, it's very much talking about um, Holy spirit as fully God, fully spirit, fully God, just like Jesus Christ is fully God and fully the son of God. And just like God, the father is fully God, the father. This is the first aspect. The spirit of the Lord, all caps shall rest upon him. The spirit of the Lord, fully God. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. There you go. There's your seven. And shall make him quick to understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither with the reproving of the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth and the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. So we're going back up to just verse two there where it's talking about the Holy Ghost and the different attributes and operations there, right? So we got the spirit of the Lord. It's fully, fully God, spirit of the Lord, fully God. And then it shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. See how they're paired together because you can have wisdom, but if you don't have understanding on how to utilize it, what good is it? So it's amazing that wisdom and understanding, it doesn't have a comma. It puts them together, puts them together. So wisdom and understanding, without understanding, wisdom is pretty much useless. So the spirit of counsel and might, 
power. So you can have great power, but if you don't have counsel on how to utilize that power for good or utilize that power um, in a, in a counsel way, in a wisdom way, and, um, you know, counsel, <laughs> I don't know how else to say that you need counsel with the power to hold yourself accountable anyways. And so we're moving on the spirit of knowledge, right? What's everybody after nowadays? Knowledge. What does knowledge do to people? Puffs them up, puffs them up an ego, right? So we're going to look at something else that's combined here uh, and very much so by geniusness. Uh, God, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. That'll deflate you right quick. <laughs> like what is that old saying in the war times? There's, there's no atheists in foxholes, bro, in wars. <laughs> yeah, so knowledge and the fear of the Lord, once again, mentioned together for a reason, for the operation of Holy Spirit in our lives. So I'll leave you with that. Um, we have some other teachings that can go on for a long time about that, but this is just supposed to be a short one, just give you a nugget of the aspects and the amazing Holy Ghost that's hopefully inside of you and you have access to them and you have access to all of those things and it's not just about the things, it's about the person. He's fully God. The spirit of the Lord, the spirit of God is inside of you. And he has everything that we need to access here and now and that we've grown for. He has it. So unlock it today in Jesus' mighty name by faith. Amen. And uh, just go hard after it. Uh, if you haven't already listened, go back and listen to that communion with the Holy Spirit, communing with the Holy Spirit within yourself and realizing our God is amazing and he has never left us nor abandoned nor forsaken us. He's with you right now in Jesus' name. Amen.